Hello, and welcome to the More Than Moves podcast, where we explore all the different things that we can do together as an elders quorum beyond helping people move. I'm here with Richard Blake tonight, and we have a live studio audience for this one because we are here for a priest quorum activity. So excited to have them along for the ride, and who knows, maybe we'll hear from them at some point in this process. But Richard, maybe to just get us going, what do you love about serving with the priests? Oh man, they are just a lot of fun. They love to be together. They love getting together. We love doing activities together. And they're, they're just, they always have a good time together. And so they're always laughing and that makes me laugh and enjoy my time with them. I say to people, like I, I was not involved in the young men's program as a younger man. I think I needed to be a little bit older and have children of my own and like to be able to, to relate a little bit better to them and, and to enjoy being around them. But it has been so much fun. Uh, if you just want to let me serve here for the rest of my life, I'd be thrilled. They're, they're a great group, great bunch. All right, well, that's not my call anymore, but the bishop is here, so I'm sure he can. He duly noted that comment. And you mentioned that at one point in your life, you were a young man yourself. So maybe you can just maybe you can just tell us a little bit about you know your background, just briefly, kind of introduce yeah. yourself for people who might not know you. Uh, so I was born in the Palo Alto First Ward, and my family lived here. And, and there's a lot of families in the stake and in the Palo Alto, the Menlo Park stake that, that I know and the fam- my families know. And so I moved to Washington, D.C. Uh, when I was really young, lived there until I was about seven. We moved to Charleston, South Carolina until I was about 14. And then we moved back to Utah, at least for my parents who had been raised in northern Utah, just north of Salt Lake in Davis County, which is named after one of my ancestors, Captain Daniel C. Davis of the Mormon Battalion. He ran the ferry between Montrose, Iowa and Nauvoo, Illinois, and brought Joseph Smith and Hiram Smith back from Iowa into Illinois to meet the mob. So his name's recorded in the records of the church, kind of fun. But Davis County lived there, went to high school and went to college and law school at BYU, served my mission in Johannesburg, South Africa, and also in Lusaka, Zambia. And one of the great joys of my life over the last 30 years is watching the church growth sort of explode in Africa. Very, very cool. And you married up uh, when you met Jenny. That's an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a quest before we got going to just hear a little bit about how the two of you met. So Jenny always tells the story better than I do. But literally, it was as if God put Jenny there on a silver platter for me and said, OK, kid, don't screw this up. Because like my very first two classes back at BYU after my mission, I had a 9 a.m. and a 10 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, two separate English classes. She was in both of them. And so she caught my eye early on, but we didn't really talk until about a month into school. And then I found myself increasingly interested. And it took us a while to like she was dating somebody else. I was dating somebody else. But we always had like this really nice friendship. And looking back, we realized that, you know, it was sort of all, you know, meant to be. So now, you know, 25 years later, some kids later and so on, what kind of stuff do you do for fun? What uh, what sorts of hobbies do you have? Uh, I really like music. I sang in high school. Didn't really sing in college, but I, I loved singing. I was the ward choir director. Many people may not know that for a while, back in the old Heritage Oaks ward. And 
I really like music. I love movies. Jenny and I made a deal like in the first few years of our marriage that like if I would go to romantic comedies with her, she would come to James Bond and Jason Bourne with me and that has served us very well. Um, we've had a couple of vetoes where I refused to go see, what is it, the divine something of the Yaya sisterhood or whatever, like that was not going to happen. And I think, you know, the Fast and the Furious movies she begs off of. But, but I love watching movies. I am by training a lawyer. I went to BYU. Uh, we, Jenny and I were English majors. We both ended up going to the law school together. We spent the first years of our marriage, like literally going to classes together, studying together, eating together. Like we were separated, like very, very little. And so I've been a lawyer practicing now for 24 years. And so I spend a lot of time reading and writing in front of a computer, in front of books. So when I get to the end of the day, like I can't read, I, I want to watch something visual. And so I'll either listen to music or, or watch a movie or something like that. Living sort of the monastic life of a lawyer, like I always sort of prioritize, you know, my, my career and, and, and intellectualization of things, you know, like, you know, studying and figuring out these, these thorny legal issues that my clients have. I've never been one who really enjoyed exercise, but I realized maybe like five years ago that if I didn't spend a little bit more time exercising, like that would have significantly negative effects on my life. So I, I started trying different things and I, I started jogging, but, but jogging really ha was hard on my knees. So probably about three and a half years ago, I, I decided that I would try um, road biking. There was a bunch of people in the ward who biked and I talked with a lot of them and sort of was like, okay, I'm, that'll, be, that, that'll be easier on my knees. I biked as a kid. That's how I got around during college. So I was like, let me try this. So I started road biking and really sort of came to enjoy it. During the pandemic, all the family was like, let's get a Peloton. We got to, you know, give us a way to exercise. The ironic thing is like, I'm really the only person in the house who uses the Peloton right now. Um, and, and I have gone on and off, you know, both biking and Pelotoning. But probably about six months ago, I was inspired by reading about this woman who uh, has literally, you know, ran at least a mile a day, usually three miles, but at least a mile a day, like every day of her life for like the last 20 plus years. And there's actually like an organization that is founded around this concept of daily running. That sort of inspired me and I was like, I'm, let me try something like that. And so for the last six months, at least for 30 minutes a day, I have, with very few exceptions, I've, I've biked at least half an hour, either on the Peloton or, or on a road bike. And that consistency has really, I've really enjoyed it. At least in this area, I mean, there's so many great places to go for rides and things like that. So do you have a couple of favorites? Uh, that you go to? I do. And it depends on sort of what you want to do, right? So if you want something that is relatively flat and you're looking to, to bike more distance than, than vertical, there's a great ride from here in Los Altos all the way out through Menlo Park, through Woodside, and out to the, the lake that's right there as you hit the 92 and get ready to go up over the mountain to Half Moon Bay. So that, that, that takes about, I don't know, a little bit, about an hour or so to get out. Uh, David Cutler could probably ride it faster than that. And then back. Um, it's really pretty. There's a lot of bikers on a Saturday. 
Um, so that's sort of my, my go-to if I'm going to do a long ride. And then one of the things that I sort of got into as I started biking was like, okay, well, there's all these hills around and all these people keep talking about these really famous, you know, rides up the, up the hills of Los Altos and nearby. Like there's a famous one sort of over in Saratoga, near Saratoga called Montebello, which is a couple thousand feet up, really famous. There's Page Mill Road that takes you up to Skyline. There's Old La Honda that takes you up to Skyline. You can go into Woodside and there's Kings Mountain Road that takes you up to Skyline. And a lot of people will bike along Skyline way up there. And that's kind of, that's kind of fun too. So the climbs originally intimidated me, but now they're like, after I've spent a little bit more time with them, I've, I've, I've developed the ability to attack them a little bit better. So. And you did a really big climb recently, kind of a special one. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Okay, as my children will tell you, I am an old man. I just turned 50 on March 12th, and I wanted to do something physical for my birthday. And so I thought about what could I do, and I'd heard about this in Maui. There's the longest continuous climb in the world. So from sea level in the little town called Paella, all the way up to the top of the volcano Haleakala, the dormant volcano in Maui, 10,023 feet of elevation, 37 miles. And it's the longest continuous paved climb in the world. And so I thought, okay, let me, let me try that. That's much bigger than anything around here. So I, I spent the better part of the last you know, two months training for that, um, biking about an hour a day, longer rides on the weekend, doing like, you know, I did a couple stints where I went up Montebello like three times for six, you know, thousand feet of elevation. I did a couple long rides, like 50 miles. It was five hours in the saddle. Peloton actually has like five classes that if you, if you stack them together are supposed to like replicate the, 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 the event. The, the ride up Haleakala. So I did that for five hours. And then last Saturday, two Saturdays ago, I guess, uh, went to Hawaii, jumped on the bike and looked up the mountain and started pedaling. And for me, it took seven hours to get out of there with some stops. The fastest person to do it did it, I think, in two and a half. I'm not quite that that quick, but it was it was amazing. You start off sort of in this lush, you know, tropical jungle and then you sort of go up above the tree line and you're literally above the clouds after about 5,000 feet. And there's just volcanic rock everywhere around you and pretty desolate. And you get up to the top where the observatory is and you can look out over the entire island. You can see Molokai and some of the other islands close by. And uh, well, at least if you can see through the clouds because you're up, up above the clouds. But it was, it was epic and it was, it was exactly sort of what I was hoping to do. And now all these little small climbs around here seem like, you know, small potatoes to me. And just to explore a few of your other interests. So you mentioned earlier your, your interest in music and you said that you were the, the ward music director for a while. Uh, what are some of your favorite hymns? Favorite hymns. I really love How Firm a Foundation. I will tell you that I, I used to hate uh, If You Could Hide a Colob. And when I was on my mission, we had uh, Elder Richard G. Scott come and all the missionaries were sort of waiting for him to come. And we had this missionary who was a brilliant pianist and he was playing the music and I had developed a reputation of, oh, well, Richard will conduct, Elder Blake will conduct. 
So the mission president's wife was like, you conduct, elder so-and-so will play the piano. I can't even remember his name. And, and somebody, like, we would call out, who wants to sing what hymn? And somebody was like, if you can hide a collab. And I was like, oh, man, we got to sing that song. And, and elder so-and-so played that so beautifully and so, like, I, I was totally overwhelmed by the spirit. So that's one of my favorite hymns. All the Mormon fight songs uh, I really like. How Firm a Foundation, Ye Elders of Israel, Called to Serve, those are all great ones. And then my favorite, uh, I actually have a favorite sacrament hymn. It's As Now We Take the Sacrament. I actually also took Shakespeare, Jenny and I both took Shakespeare from uh, Professor Edward Hart, who wrote the words to Our Savior's Love. And so that's actually a special hymn for me too. And you also like baseball, I think. Yeah. You're a Giants fan, and I know at least some of your kids have done baseball. So tell me a little bit about that. Huge baseball fan. There's actually a story that I can tell sometime about being a small kid at the U.S. Capitol building, not able to go inside the, the Capitol chamber. So my mom and I had to stand outside, and I pr- played an imaginary game of baseball with the, the Capitol policemen who were there guarding the door. Love baseball, wasn't very good at it. Got cut my junior year of high school, but I, I umpired baseball at the at the local league that was close by. And so as our kids started playing baseball, Miles, my oldest, and Sean and Eliza and Jackson, um, and we got more involved with the Pony Baseball League here, somebody came to me and said, hey, you, you used to be a youth umpire. Why don't you coordinate the umpire program here? So for 10 years, I've trained you know, about 50 to 60 umpires, youth umpires every year and scheduled uh, games for them to umpire and, you know, dealt with, you know, issues about rules and stuff like that. So I, I enjoy baseball. I enjoy uh, umpiring. We love, it's been a fun time to, to be a Giants fan over the last, you know, 12 years. And uh, yeah, ba- baseball, like I, I enjoy a bunch of other sports too. Rugby, I learned to love rugby when I was in South Africa. A little bit of cricket, which is harder to find here, but baseball definitely. It's one of my favorite sports. So Richard, this has been a lot of fun uh, sitting down with you and getting to, to know you a little bit better. And so it sounds like if there's members of our quorum who are into biking, particularly long extended climbs, not for everybody, but if, <laughs> if there are people who want long extended climbs, it sounds like Richard is for sure your guy for that. Hymns and music, uh, the law, uh, baseball, you know, lots of different things that you can go and start a conversation with about Richard and a lot of fun activities for us to go do. So let's get moving and let's give those things a try. Thanks, Greg.